Will this Canes football legacy become the next Miami Hurricanes commit? You are Locked on Canes, your daily podcast on the Miami Hurricanes, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Happiest of Fridays, I'm Alex Dono, your host, University of Miami alumnus, longtime South Florida sports radio vet and contributor to allhurricanes.com. And thank you so much to the everydayers for making Locked on Canes your first listen and your first watch each and every day. People ask me literally every day, who's the next Miami Hurricanes verbal commit going to be? I don't know for sure if he's going to be next. I think he might very well be next, but I love where Miami stands right now with St. Thomas Aquinas defensive back Ryan Mack. He's listed by most of the recruiting services as a safety. We'll talk about his versatility in a second. Now, if Ryan Mack does commit to Miami, you're going to get some of the usual complainers out there because he's listed as a three-star recruit. So you're going to get some of the usual complainers out there. But I like Mack a lot. Everyone I know likes Mac a lot, and he's got a lot of upside and versatility. Five foot 11, 165 pounds. So he's got to grow uh, a little bit more into that frame, of course. And, you know, I mentioned um, he's primarily played cornerback at St. Thomas Aquinas. And, of course, reminder St. Thomas Aquinas is a powerhouse high school program. Every player that comes through there, including their defensive backs, are impeccably coached. So this young man, if he does decide to become a Miami Hurricane, would certainly be ready to play at the Power 5 level and at the ACC level and all that. Um, So listed as a safety, apparently being recruited as a safety, but he's played mostly outside corner. So this is someone that Lance Guidry would be able to use in multiple spots, right? That's one of the most common themes. Basically, Every player, the three stars and the four stars that Miami has picked up so far in recruiting, verbal commitments, every time we talk about a class of 2024, the word that always comes up every time is versatility. That's been a theme on offense and on defense. They're finding players that can not only do multiple things within their position, like Elijah Lofton. You're going to line up Elijah Lofton at tight end, but you could also line him up at H-back, and he's going to block as well as he's going to catch footballs and Kevin Riley's a very good receiver out of the backfield at running back. And most of the safeties Miami's recruited are guys who can play all over the field. And I think this is one of those. And of course, when talking about Ryan Mack, if he does end up being a Miami hurricane, it would be one of those like father, like son situations because his father, Rod Mack, if you remember that name, played linebacker at Miami in the late nineties. So young Ryan, he's a legacy. Here's what my colleague Brian Smith had to say about Mac, who did, by the way, Ryan Mac did compete at Legends Camp. So he participated. And um, so uh, Brian Smith said 2024 St. Thomas Aquinas defensive back Ryan Mac came to compete. He's one of the most technically sound cornerbacks in the entire 2024 class. And he could end up at nickel in addition to cornerback. And I would also say safety in addition to nickel, in addition to cornerback. So the versatility there. Um, If he does end up committing to Miami, we'll see how this plays out. But I have a good feeling about this one. And, you know, something yesterday we gave I gave some thoughts on Legends Camp. You know, I was primarily there to uh, network with the Legends and interview people like Alonzo Highsmith and Bryant McKinney. We posted those interviews yesterday and take in some of the coaching and see the coaches. Um, I didn't watch as closely the actual, you know, 2025s and 2026s who were competing 
as my colleague Brian Smith did, because that was primarily what he was out there to do. And so, you know, when we're talking about who actually stood out in Legends Camp, uh, a guy who really turned heads was 2025 athlete Waden Charles out of Palm Beach County, um, working at wide receiver, though. And this dude apparently turned everybody's head out there. Andrew Ivins at 24-7, who was out there. 24-7 Sports had like five reporters and scouts out there. There were a lot of people watching Legends Camp. And Andrew Ivins, uh, he listed um, – he listed Wade and Charles as the alpha dog. Uh, he is from Boynton Beach Somerset Academy. And even one of our YouTube commenters, um, I don't know if he's like a friend of Waden or someone who's familiar with that school, but he was like angry in our comments. Why didn't you talk about Wade and Charles? You got to talk about this dude. Apparently, he was the one turning a ton of heads out there at Legends Camp. So that was awesome to see and hear. And something we did talk about on yesterday's episode were – the workouts that five-star class of 2024 players, plural, went there to do yesterday. Kamari and Franklin got in that one-on-one -on -one workout with Jason Taylor. Five-star wide receiver JoJo Trader went out there, got his cleats dirty, and he looked good. Let me just say this because I didn't articulate this well enough on yesterday's episode, okay? I respect the hell out of both of those guys. Kamari and Franklin, five-star defensive linemen. Josiah Trader, five-star wide receiver, for actually going out there and competing. Because I've been to a bunch of Legends camps, and Paradise Camp is what it used to be called. I go to that event most years. And usually when you see five-star recruits in the upcoming cycle that show up, they're usually just there in street clothes, networking, hanging out. The five-stars don't usually actually go out there and compete, so... I respect the competitive spirit and the alpha dog mentality from Kamari and Franklin that, you know what, he came down, back down to Miami specifically to get one-on-one -on -one work in with Jason Taylor. And that's only going to help Miami in his recruitment if he's deciding between, primarily between Tennessee and Miami is the feel of it with Kamari and Franklin. With JoJo Trader, uh, I think it's very much an in-state battle for him between Miami and Florida State and Florida. And there are others, of course, in the mix. Georgia really likes him. Ohio State really likes him. That's probably his top five. Uh, but again, it goes a long way. The fact that JoJo, who lives nearby, of course, he's a Chaminade guy, uh, but a five-star receiver actually comes out, competes, and works out at Legends Camp. I respect that. And you know what? Not only are those two young men five-star players on the field, but they've got that five-star character that Alex Mirabal talks about so much that they don't want just five-star players. They want five-star human beings, right? And I believe that Kamari and Franklin and JoJo Trader are both five-star human beings. That's the type of alpha dog mentality that I want from guys who end up putting on that U on their helmet. And I hope both of those young men become Canes because I respect so much the fact that five-star recruits with nothing to prove, they came out to the indoor practice facility, Legends Camp. They wanted to compete. They wanted to get coached up by the likes of Kevin Beard and Jason Taylor. They wanted to get critiqued, and they wanted to get better. A-plus for both of those young men, and I hope they end up being Miami Hurricanes. Wow, we have 20 visitors, literally 20 official visitors who are starting their Miami OVs today. Now, I think Jeremiah Smith, technically, uh, he got in yesterday on Thursday 20 official visitors, including Jeremiah Smith, the top wide receiver, arguably the top player in the entire class of 2024, are beginning Miami Hurricanes visits today. We will talk about that and so much more. And you want to keep it locked on this episode of Locked on Canes because 
I have a little insight on possibility for the next Hurricanes baseball coach. Miami is without a baseball coach right now since Gino Damare stepped down after the unsuccessful uh, Coral Gables Regional. So we have some insight on who the next head coach might be. We're only getting started, man. Keep it locked to this Friday episode of Locked on Canes. I got my bird dog shorts on again, which again means I'm so cool and I'm so comfortable in these shorts, my friends. Bird dogs, they've got these stretch khaki shorts that are designed to fit slimmer through the thigh and leg. They give you a truly sculpted look. Bird dog shorts do the exact same thing as Lululemon, but they fit way better, guys. I've tried them both. Bird dogs also fit way better than those regular shorts that are made of a stiff, restricting cotton. And bird dogs fix that issue by inventing cloud knit fabric that looks just like khaki, but it stretches so you get a way slimmer fit without having to sacrifice movement. Bird dogs uses anti-stink sweat wicking fabric that keeps you cool and dry all day long. So go to birddogs.com. And you can get a free Yeti-style tumbler with your order, birddogs.com slash college. That's the exact URL to go to. That's birddogs.com slash college to get a free Yeti-style tumbler with your order. I use the tumbler every single day. You won't want to take your bird dogs off, we promise you. Thank you so much for making Locked on Canes your first listen today. We're available free wherever you get your podcasts and available free on YouTube. And for the everydayers, we're going to have an Avengers Assemble episode tomorrow. Two of my favorite people. We, we did this uh, a few weeks ago for the first time. We're running it back tomorrow. Chalupa Batman and Hoodie Girl will join me. It's like a name for an amazing comic book. The Adventures of Chalupa Batman and Hoodie Girl. They're going to be joining us tomorrow here on Locked on Canes. We're going to have a great, great episode with Hoodie and Chalupa tomorrow. You know I can promise you that, my friends. All right, so here is uh, the list we're looking at now. Uh, if you just go by the number of players visiting, this is going to be the biggest official visit weekend of June, right? Because uh, the big one two weeks ago, June 16th, it didn't have as many players. There were, I think, 14 or 15 was the final count. Uh, but the quality was there. Two weeks ago, you had um, – that was June 9th, actually. June 9th was when uh, – that was two weeks ago. June 16th would have been one week ago. Hello. But on June 9th, you had four five-star players uh, on campus. You don't have that many uh, on campus this week, but you do have 20 overall players compared to about 15 that time around. And, yeah, you do have a five-star wide receiver. We mentioned on campus Jeremiah Smith. Um, Miami just needs to put their best foot forward here. This one is a marathon, not a sprint, okay? With Jeremiah, you're shooting your shot this summer. He's an Ohio State verbal commit. Every school in the country would like to flip him from that Ohio State commitment. You've got to chop wood. You're also going to have to win games and score points this year and make him feel like home is where the heart is, and he doesn't want to leave town to go to the frozen tundra of Columbus, Ohio. Can we please remind Jeremiah that winter sucks? Can someone please remind him of that? They've got winter in Ohio. It's not fun, my friends. South Florida is the place to be. But, yeah, he's going to be visiting um, four-star tight end, Caleb Odom, who we love. Okay. I, this is a great opportunity for Miami here because over the last couple weeks, it's been pretty obvious. Alabama has become the front runner and they've turned the narrative on its head with him, right? Where I, I felt pretty good, uh, either for Miami or I think Ole Miss might've been, uh, the other team that, that was really trending for Odom, Miami or Ole Miss. And then Alabama showed up and just kind of stole the show there. Uh, but you know, Odom, he did say that um, he told this to Kane Sport. He thinks it's going to help Miami's chances that they receive his final official visit of the summer. So 
know, if you want four-star tight end Caleb Odom, got to knock the visit out of the park, okay? Um, Marquise Lightfoot, four-star edge out of Chicago. I really like Miami's chances here with Lightfoot. Uh, I'm not ready to drop a Dono ball, uh, but Lightfoot, like so many of the other defensive linemen, like Kamari and Franklin. By the way, oh, I'm going to talk again about Kamari and Franklin in a moment, but Marquise Lightfoot, he loves Jason Taylor, and Miami is right in the thick of it with his uh, with his recruitment. He's another one, kind of like Justin Scott. He's out of Chicago, Illinois. Not the same high school, but same area. I think they're friendly with one another. Uh, Lightfoot is a four-star edge rusher out of Kenwood, academy and he is the number 70 national recruit and the fifth ranked edge rusher in the class ohio state usc and miami are the finalists for him so his recruitment is literally all over the map east coast west coast midwest all right uh jalen hayward is going to be on campus this week four-star safety there seems to be some progress being made here he's a georgia commit uh but hayward we talked about him on the show before and, and brian smith our recruiting expert has said Hayward committed to Georgia so early in the process that he knew Hayward was going to take visits and he was going to give other programs an opportunity to sneak in. And Miami seems to be making some solid progress with Hayward. Um, here's to me, one of the most important visitors this weekend, right? Because uh, Miami's offensive line recruitment this year has not nearly been as top heavy as it was last year. This year, it's been more about the D line, but one of the best O-linemen in the country is visiting this weekend, and that's four-star interior offensive lineman Isendre Afua out of Seattle, Washington. Six foot four, 300 pounds. Uh, Cristobal has been recruiting him since he was in Oregon. Uh, Afua is a player I, I would love to see Miami make some serious progress with, okay? Uh, you know, a lot of the players we're going to mention here are guys that are actually already verbally committed to Miami, but they're taking their official visits. And listen, in some cases, you've got to solidify their verbal commitments. Because I know a lot of folks out there, I, I see you guys in my Twitter mentions, at Locked on Canes. Follow us at Locked on Canes. We will follow you back. I see you guys in my subtext chat and on our YouTube comments. Some of you are very worried about where Miami stands with four-star committed wide receiver Chance Robinson who committed to Miami over two months ago. Well, official visit for Chance. He's on campus this weekend. Uh, you're trying to fight off Penn State and the Florida Gators, who are trying to steal him away from you, so you can solidify things with that official visit this weekend. Zay Mincy, four-star safety out of Daytona. He's considered a Florida lean. Uh, Miami's trying to gain some ground there. He actually goes to the same high school, Mainland, uh, same high school as LJ McCray, who Miami loves, right? Guys, I, I I got kind of a uh, an inside scoop on just how high Miami has L.J. McRae on their board. He visited a couple weeks ago. He's not visiting this weekend. But Miami has L.J. McRae very, very high on their board. They value him a lot. And Zay Mincy, uh, you know, again, a Florida lean. But Miami's going to try and change that narrative a little bit. You got four-star linebacker Chris Cole out of Salem, Virginia. Yeah, I, I saw his uncle, Rohan Marley, uh, at Legends Camp yesterday. Hopefully, you know, the legacy thing hopefully can work in Miami's favor. Miami recently missed out on a four-star linebacker in James Nesta, who went to Oklahoma instead. Chris Cole, to me, this would be a great get. Miami's done okay so far in linebacker recruitment. I love Vincent Shavers. I love Cam Pruitt, who they've already landed his verbal commits. But I think you need three, if not four, linebackers in this class. So Chris Cole would be a great get. And he's... Uh, 
you know, I don't know, is a nephew considered a legacy? Like, he's not the son of a former Hurricanes player, but the nephew. He's also Bob Marley's grandson. How freaking cool would that be if he ends up committing here? Um, Artavius Jones, four-star defensive lineman out of Blountstown, Florida, is going to be visiting Florida State and UCF are the primary contenders there. Four-star defensive lineman out of Gainesville, Kendall Jackson is visiting. Uh, you can imagine Florida is very much in the mix for him. Uh, this one is, is interesting. I think Miami's trending very well here in recent days. Three-star wide receiver Ja'Cory Barney out of Miami Palmetto. Um, this is someone uh, ha who has uh, junior Olympic track speed. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm told Miami likes him a lot. We'll see if things can progress there. Uh, Three-star cornerback Ricky Knight is visiting. You know, for a long time, I was under the impression, I think they were at a certain time, I was under the impression that Miami were the leaders for Ricky Knight. But now Florida State are considered strong leaders for Knight. So we'll see if Miami can change that narrative, okay? Rydarius Red Morgan, three-star safety out of Phoenix City, Alabama, is visiting. Um, Isaiah Thomas, who is a Miami commit, Three-star safety out of Toronto. We had Isaiah Thomas on the show a few weeks ago. Great young man. I love this dude. And he completely shut down his commitment. So he's not even, you know, he's not even taking other visits. He's he's Miami. He bleeds orange and green, that dude. So I love Isaiah. Uh, Dylan Day, who's another Miami commit. Three-star safety out of Baton Rouge. I should get Dylan on the show. I'm going to reach out to him because uh, I, I, I'm sure Dylan and I could probably talk about Coach Guidry for days with the whole Louisiana connection uh zuri madison who's a three-star uncommitted offensive lineman out of lexington kentucky he's going to be visiting this weekend uh juan Manaya, who is committed to miami three-star offensive lineman out of paramus new jersey he is visiting this weekend the ambassador judd anderson is visiting this weekend miami's committed class of 2024 quarterback and you know judd not only is he, uh, sorry, I almost knocked my microphone off the stand here. You know, not only is Judd, you know, taking his visit, but he's going to be Miami's top recruiter this week. Judd is going to be preaching the Miami gospel to all the other players that are here. Uh, Miami's kicker, uh, three-star committed kicker, Abram Murray, is going to be visiting this weekend. And don't never forget, Abram was the OG. Abram Murray was the first class of 2024 commit. He was on board before anybody else. Judd was the second. Murray was the first. We respect him for being the OG of the class. Uh, unranked cornerback, Romanus O.J. Frederic is going to be visiting. He's actually a West Virginia verbal commit that may be interested in flipping. So, obviously, he's from the area. So, yeah, those are, are all the players visiting this weekend. Uh, I wanted to say something else about the Kamari and Franklin workout with Jason Taylor because, you know, I mentioned to you guys, um, by the time I got to the Legends camp yesterday, uh, I had missed that workout because the workout happened before the camp actually started, but I was able to watch a video of it today. And bros, first of all, <laughs> JT put that dude through a rigorous NFL style workout like that. I was getting tired just watching this workout. It was a whole battery of footwork and strength and pass rushing move drills, all sorts of defensive line drills that Jason Taylor was putting Kamari and Franklin through. And Franklin looked fantastic, right? I, I'd mentioned, I, I talked to somebody yesterday who watched the workout and they told me like, you know, he built like a defensive lineman, but moved like a defensive back. And that very much, it appeared that way in watching the workout. I'm sure it looked even better in person than it worked. It looked on video. And, you know, Franklin, 
really big bodied guy, of course, especially the lower body. I think he can probably grow into his upper body frame a little bit, but the lower body is stacked and very strong. Technique looked very sound. And it was it was just cool, like watching Jason Taylor kind of showing him some of the finer techniques with his hands and showing him some of this footwork stuff. Like, again, I say this about JT when that man is coaching. He's in his element. It's like watching Beethoven compose, watching Jason Taylor coach. It really is a nice thing to behold. Uh, all right, so when we come back, um, Miami is said to be in a pretty good spot for one of the top 2025 quarterbacks. And some insight on the baseball team, okay? Are we going to be getting a new baseball head coach in the near future? Keep it locked right here to Locked on Canes. Thank you so much for making Locked on Canes your first listen today. We're available free wherever you get your podcasts, available free on YouTube and for the everydayers. If you want to take your everydayer experience to the next level, I highly recommend signing up for our exclusive SMS texting service through subtext. I'm including the link in the show description below. If you want to try it out free for the first 14 days, and then if you, you like it, you want to opt in $4.99 a month after that. Uh, I think it's a really hand helpful tool this time of year because we give you guys a lot of recruiting scoops on there. We drop Dono balls on the subtext chat and you guys can chat with me one on one. Like we send out updates every day to the whole group, but I also text with you guys there one on one. It's directly from my phone to your phone. So if you want to try it completely free for 14 days, I'm including a link in the show description below. Uh, and again, we are going to be talking on tomorrow's episode. We're going to do a Saturday episode with Hoodie Girl and Chalupa Batman. That's going to be dropping sometime, probably around 3 o'clock tomorrow. I think that episode is going to come out. Um, you know, we, we haven't talked too much about the class of 2025 because, you know, 2024, that class is still being built, and that one is, uh, is right in front of us. But uh, Chad Simmons, the On3 recruiting director, he says Miami is in a good spot for 2025 four-star quarterback Beckham Kritza who's a California kid who just moved down a couple months ago from California to Miami to play at Miami Central. Um, he's visited Coral Gables a few times already, Simmons says, and he says about Miami and the coaches there, we have a great relationship with them, and it's building every day. He said, I love Miami. It's pretty much like Cali, but I call it a better Cali. Oh, okay. All right, I'll take that. Uh, the people out there, out here, are real and going to tell you what you want to hear. The community and everything down there is awesome. Uh, so he is uh, considered to be the number 16 quarterback in the class of 2025. Uh, I've mentioned to you guys, would not surprise me if for this year, for 2024 class, Judd Anderson ends up being the only quarterback in the class. Um, you know, I, I think I think next year, I don't know exactly how many quarterbacks they'll go after next year. That might also depend on did they bring any quarterback into the transfer portal next year. But uh, I do think they're, they're going to shoot some big shots at some of the top quarterbacks next year. And, uh, and Beckham Kritza is definitely going to be a guy to watch. Um, other teams that are recruiting him heavily, you know, Miami stays in constant communication with him, but Penn State, Texas A&M, Ohio State, Georgia, Clemson, Oregon, and USC. So that's a pretty heavy hitter list right there. So obviously, you know, definitely a four-star guy could even, who knows, he may even rise to five stars by this time next year, but that is one to keep an eye on. Um, keeping our eyes on uh, who the next baseball coach might be. This is not going to be the first time you've heard this name associated with the Canes baseball coaching vacancy. Okay, it's not going to be the first time you've heard this name, but I was given some information that is a lot more detailed than anything I'd heard. And I got this from uh, from a reliable eyewitness that 
Troy Tulowitzki, who's been kind of, you know, former major leaguer. He's been, you know, rumored to be a guy in the mix to be the next baseball coach. Um, he was seen on campus being taken around, toured around by one of the powers that be at Miami. So I don't, I don't know if a hiring is imminent. I don't know if, you know, they're working out any deal. I have no clue about any paperwork, anything like that, but you know, he was seen on campus. That that's a pretty good sign that they're making some kind of progress there. Okay. And I was also told, and this is going to be contrary to what a lot of people have thought and assumed and tweeted about. Uh, I, I was told in no uncertain terms that Gino Demare stepping down was his decision 100%. He was not forced out. It was his decision to step down. Now, as far as what might have led to that decision, I don't know if maybe because a lot of people have speculated, was he asked to clean house with his staff? Um, I could see a scenario where maybe he was asked to let go of certain people and he decided, I don't want to do that. I would rather step down. I don't know if it played out that way, but that's that's a possibility. You know, maybe he just felt like, you know, we, we've underperformed in these regionals since I've been here. And I just I don't I love this university too much. I don't want to be the bad guy. Let me step down and take one for the team. I don't. But I was told in no uncertain terms it was his decision. He was not forced out. Him resigning was completely his decision. And listen, hopefully, uh, whether it's Troy Tulowitzki or anybody, hopefully Miami has a new baseball coach soon, because I think uh, Dan Radakovich late next week is going to be taking a summer vacation, the Miami athletic director. So, you know, you'd like to make a move quickly, because if it doesn't happen within, let's say, the next week, it may not happen for a while after that. And, you know, you want to, you want the baseball team to know who their coach is. And, heck, if you had a baseball coach a couple of weeks ago, you might have a linebacker in James Nesta because he's a dual sport athlete who also pitches, plays baseball. So I don't know if Nesta, not knowing who the baseball coach was, might have affected even his football recruitment. He decided to go to Oklahoma instead. So we will see how that situation plays out. But I appreciate everyone so much. And let me offer uh, a major thank you because we just reached a big milestone last night with the YouTube channel, Locked on Canes on YouTube. We passed 10,000 subscribers, which it's all you guys. I mean, obviously, I work hard. I put the work in, but, you know, couldn't couldn't be here without you guys. Uh, so thank you so much for subscribing to the channel. If you watch us on YouTube, make sure you hit subscribe if you haven't already. Hit that like button on this video. And if you listen to the audio version, you guys are equally awesome who do that. Uh, make sure to leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your pods, and subscribe there as well. We will talk to you tomorrow with Chalupa and Hoodie right here on Locked on Canes, part of the awesome Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day.